0: All right, I want to ask us to stand uh, as we want to read this passage together in John chapter 8, verses 31 to 47. John chapter 8, verses 31 to 47. Um, yeah, this is what the, ba- the Bible says. To the Jews who had believed him, Jesus said, If you hold to my teaching, you are really my disciple. Then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. They answered him, we're Abraham's descendants and have never been slaves to, of anyone. How can you say that we shall be set free? Jesus replied, Very truly I tell you, everyone who sins is a slave to sin. Now a slave has no permanent place in the family, but a son belongs to it forever. So if he, son, if the son sets you free, you'll be free indeed. I know that you're Abraham's descendants. Yet you are looking for a way to kill me because you have no room for my word. I am telling you what I have seen in the, in the father's presence, and you are doing what you have heard from your father. Abraham is our father, they answered. If you are Abraham's children, said Jesus, then you would do what Abraham did. As it is, you are looking for a way to kill me, a man who has told you the truth that I heard from God. Abraham did not do such things. You are doing the works of your own father. We are not illegitimate children, they protested. The only father we have is God himself. Jesus said to them, If God were your father, you would love me, for I have come here from God. I have not come on my own. God sent me. Why is my language not clear to you? Because you are unable to hear what I say? You belong to your father, the devil, and you want to carry out your father's desires. He was a murderer from the beginning, not holding, not holding to the truth, for there is no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks his native language, for he is a liar and the father of lies. Yet because I tell you the truth, if you do not believe me. Can any of you prove me guilty of sin? If I am telling the truth, why don't why don't you believe me? Whoever belongs to God hears what God says. The reason you do not hear is that you do not belong to God. Father, we thank you for your truth. And God, we pray that yeah may you just speak to us uh, this morning in the name of Jesus. Amen. Go ahead and have a seat. Uh, the reality is that there are a lot of things that are true. Uh, the reality is that, you know, um, there are things that we read in Scripture uh, or the true things that we read in Scripture, uh, but also there are things that we encounter uh, that are actually true. Um, this idea, I took it from Gabriel, who is sitting right here. Uh, Gabriel, when he was six years old, probably doesn't remember this because it's very young, um, but his young brother asked him a question. And his young brother said, is everything in the Bible true? And six-year-old Gabriel said, everything in the Bible is true, but not everything true is in the Bible. It's like, what? Dude, it's amazing. Everything, true is in, everything that's in the Bible is true, but not everything true is in the Bible. Because there are actually a lot of things that are true and not everything might be actually in the Bible. But there's a lot of things that we encounter, things that we hear, things that we know that are true. However, not every single truth that you're going to encounter is going to have an impact on your life. Not every single truth that you come in contact with, you know, it's going to have an impact on your life. There is a way which truth is going to have impact on on your soul, on your life. There is a way which truth will change you. And Jesus says this in this passage that we just read this morning. In John chapter 8, verse 32, he says, then you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. You will know the truth and the truth will set you free. But we know the reality that not every single truth that we know does set us free or has an impact on our lives. So what kind of truth Or in what ways should we embrace truth or realize truth that actually can have an impact on our lives? What kind of truth that will set you free? And I want to just point out the four truths or realities that we see in this passage. The truth that sets you free, number one, is the truth you embrace. The truth that sets you free is the truth you embrace. You will know the truth. Then you will be set free. The truth you embrace determines the change you are going to experience. The truth you embrace determines the change you're going to experience. Because we encounter people that are saying true things all the time. We encounter things that are actually true, but not every single thing that we encounter that's true has an impact on your life. For truth to set you free, for truth to have an impact on your life, you need to embrace it. That means you need to allow that truth have its way in you. You need to allow it to have a say in your life. In your life. You live by the truth you know and you die by the lies you know. And here Jesus says, he actually rebukes these guys. He says, you are just like your father, the devil, who is the father of lies. You are just like him. Your lives are not Shaped by the truth that you need to know. You're not even allowing God's truth to have a say in your life. You have you have not fully embraced truth. And these guys actually thought they were in the truth. They thought, you know, we belong to Abraham. You know, we belong to a God who has given us promises. But actually their lives were built on a lie, not on the truth. And this is why you're hearing when you're reading this passage. It's almost as if Jesus is getting irritated by them. You know, like, I am telling you, but you're not hearing me. Can't you see this? How can't you see the truth? How can't you see the truth? You're just like your father. That means that the source of the truth also matters. The source of that truth will determine how well it's going to have an impact on your life. And this is very, very important that for you and I, We have to align ourselves with God so that our hearts will be convinced by God's truth. The truth that changes you is not just the kind of truth that you know mentally. It's the truth that you experience. The truth that truly changes you is the one that you're going to embrace. That's the truth that's going to set you free. Number two, the truth that sets you free is the truth that confronts you. The truth that sets you free is the truth that confronts you. Verse nine and 40 says, Abraham is, a fa- is our father, they answered. If you were Abraham's children, Jesus said, then you would do what Abraham did. As it is, you are looking for a way to kill me. A man who has told you the truth that I heard from God. Abraham did not do such things. You are, looking, you are doing the works of your own father. You're doing the works of your own father. The reality is that we all actually love truth. And how do I know this? Because nobody loves to be lied to. You know, We can lie to ourselves, but we don't like when other people lie to us, right? Like, nobody likes that. But we love the truth until truth confronts us. You love the truth until truth demands something from you. Then, that's when the road meets the robber. in that moment... When you encounter the truth, will you either run away from the truth or you're going to allow yourself to be confronted by the truth? To be confronted by it. Now, be confronted by the truth, that means there are times when truth is going to sound or feel offensive. It's going to sound or feel offensive. Because you see it in this passage. Like, Jesus says to them, If you are Abraham's children, You would not have been doing these things. And these guys have been convincing themselves that they are Abraham's children. And then he says, you are doing the works of your own father. And in that moment, they realize he's not even talking about Abraham. He's talking about someone else who is our father. That was very offensive. Very, very offensive to a Jew who always believed that they belonged to Abraham. Truth has to confront you. When you encounter the truth that confronts you, you have a choice to make. You're either going to sit there and allow this truth to confront you and challenge you, or you're going to run away from it. You're going to take offense and run away from the truth. Now, the truth will, f- will offend you, not just for the sake of offending you, but actually with the purpose of changing you from, uh, from the inside. The truth want to change you. And some of us want to just embrace a truth that feels good to us or looks good for us. Because this does not demand this of my life, then I'm going to follow that. But whenever it demands something from you, then no, I don't want to do that. But you need to allow the truth confronting you. Letting the truth confronting you means you're allowing yourself to be known by God's truth. You're allowing yourself to be known by God's truth. That means you're going to allow that truth to sit there and search your heart. I'm being reminded of David who prays a prayer. Lord, search me. God, search me. Which in my words is, he just says, God, show me me. Jesus, show me me. Show me me. Search me. You're going to let that truth expose your intentions. Like Jesus says to these guys, you are here and you're wanting to kill me. That truth exposes their intentions. Their intentions were exposed. Letting truth confront you means you're going to allow that truth to expose everything else that's untrue in your life. Everything else that's a lie in your life. And Jesus says to them, if you were Abraham's children... You would not have been doing these things. In other words, the very thing that you have embraced is actually a lie. Because if you were that, you would not have been doing this. So Jesus exposes what's untrue in them. Letting truth confront you means allowing that truth to point you in a direction that makes you feel uncomfortable. God's truth is going to point you in a direction that makes you feel uncomfortable in a direction that surprises you, in a direction that you're like, I don't know if I'm ready to go there. But that's God's truth. It's going to point you to a place that you're not comfortable with. Letting truth confront you, it means you're going to let God's truth be the gauge that you measure the way you live your life. Jesus says, if you're Abraham's children, in other words, you believe this truth, but the way you live your life is actually different. There's a gap between what you believe and how you're living your life. If you're really believing this truth, this truth needs to change you. It needs to change you. It needs to point you to a better direction. Because this truth will set you free. will set you free. So are you willing to be confronted by God's truth? For some of us, God's truth has been confronting us in the way that we should love our spouses. God's truth has been coming for you. But are you willing to be confronted by that and live differently? Some of us, God's truth has been confronting us in the way that we parent, in the way that we relate with our partners, with our friends, in the way that we do work. God's truth has been confronting us there. God's truth has been confronting us about that that area of your life where you have allowed sin to creep in, in that area. God's truth has been knocking on your door. Are you willing to be confronted by that? Are you willing to say, I'm going to surrender to God's truth? I'm going to surrender to it. Therefore, lay my life down. You're going to live by the truth that you know, but also you're going to die by the lies you have embraced. Number three, the truth that sets you free is the truth that that shapes your story. The truth that sets you free is the truth that shapes your story, verse 33 and 34 says, They answered, We're Abram's descendants and have, not, have never been slaves of anyone. How can you say that we shall be set free? Jesus replied, Very truly I tell you, everyone who sins is a slave to sin. Everyone who sins is a slave to sin. Do you sometimes wake up with like a song singing in your mind? Like, yeah, like, what? I'm just like this song just ringing now it's a good day, probably it's a Christian song and a worship song, but some other days it's something else, yeah? You know what I'm talking about? Baby, come down. I think it came the other day. I'm like, oh no, why am I waking up to this song? Baby, come down. (laughs) Confession, guys. Truth has set me free. Sometimes you wake up with that and I think in our lives there are soundtracks that we have embraced in our lives. Soundtracks, and actually they're not even good soundtracks. These are like broken soundtracks that we have embraced in our lives. These are the stories that we tell ourselves. They're stories that you tell yourself that you have embraced in your life. And I think the difference between living in the truth or not is actually in the story that you tell yourself. Most of us have embraced these lost odd, broken soundtracks that we have embraced in our lives. You know, the Jews here, they thought they had a, this story. They had this story that they embraced, but actually that story was a broken soundtrack because they are like, what are you talking about? We have never been slaves. Now, that's not true, yeah? Like if we had to look, if we read our scriptures, like you know these guys were slaves to Egyptians. So you're like, uh, I don't know if you, are, you know your history, bro. You don't, you know? You were. But then Jesus says, I'm actually not just talking about physical enslavement. I'm actually talking about your spirituality, that every single person who sins is actually a slave to sin. You might think that in indulging yourself or in, in, in being in this sinful behavior that you're being free because you're following your choices, but actually you're not. You're under the bondage of sin. You need to let the truth change your broken soundtrack. The broken soundtracks that have been shaped by culture, we need to let truth come in and change that. Your life will be better when you got this. A soundtrack that's been shaped by culture. If only you had this, you'd be so much happier. Or the people that are beautiful look like this. The broken soundtracks that are shared by culture. Oh, the more likes you have, the more value you have. The soundtracks that are shaped by culture, we need to let truth confront that. There are some soundtracks that have been shaped because of our mistakes, the mistakes you made. So you say, because of what I have done, I don't think I can be forgiven. A broken soundtrack. My past disqualifies me. A broken soundtrack. I don't think I can change. I've tried, but I don't think I can change. I can't change. A broken soundtrack that's been shaped by your mistakes. You need to let truth confront that and change that. A broken soundtrack that's been shaped by your life experiences. Maybe some of you feel stuck. You're like, maybe I was raised wrong. Maybe I was never loved enough, and therefore I cannot be that person. I cannot change. I am not enough. I don't have what it takes. I've failed so many times. I don't deserve anything that's good. Broken soundtracks that we have embraced in our lives. What's your broken soundtrack that keeps ringing for you? What's that for you? You need to allow God's truth. God brings beauty even out of what's broken. That's the truth of God. Your brokenness can explain your situation but can never define you. You are a child of God God's love for you is not dependent on what you have done that's the truth God's love for you is dependent on what he has done for you that's the truth you need to let that truth confront your broken record God's truth says you belong to God therefore your self-worth is in God not in the things that you have or the things that you have lost the truth says you are loved and God loves you without a doubt Are you willing to sit face-to-face with the truth and let the truth confront these broken soundtracks that we have embraced? What's that for you? Maybe you can take a moment and allow God's truth to come in because we carry them. We move with them. And finally, the truth that changes you is the truth you trust. The truth that changes is the truth that you trust. You know, truth can actually never be separated from trust. Uh, This is why we believe or we find it easy to believe the people we trust and we find it hard to believe the people we don't trust because you cannot separate trust with truth. Now, for you and I, know that truth is not just an abstract idea that's out there. For us believers, we know that truth is actually a person. Truth has a name, and the name is Jesus. Because in John 14, verse 6, says, Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. We know that Jesus Christ is the truth. Jesus is the truth. The truth is not just an idea, but it's a person. And Jesus not only says what's true, but he is The truth, so therefore he can be trusted. He can be, he is dependable. Jesus not only tells us what's true, he invites us to be the truth that we need in our lives, to be the light that we need in our lives. He offers an invitation so that you and I can experience true transformation in Him. The truth that is gonna shape your change is the one that you're gonna embrace. Are you willing to embrace? jesus are you willing to have jesus are you willing to say to jesus have a say in my life have a say in my relationships have a say in my work have a say in my school have a say in me so how do we respond to this as we finish i think the first response is just to sit in the uncomfortability of god's truth to just sit in the uncomfortability of god's truth Verse 41 says, you are doing the works of your own father. And they say, we are not illegitimate children. They protested. The only father we have is God himself. The the reason why they protested to what Jesus was saying is because that truth made them uncomfortable. And I think sometimes when we find that truth makes us uncomfortable, we want to move too quickly from it. We don't want to just sit in there. But the reality is, Even the things that you're not proud of. Think about it. The things that you're not proud of. When you started finding it, before you found a home in there, the first time you did that thing, it was uncomfortable. And then you found a home in it. And now it's like, it's part of life. And the same happens for truth. At first, truth is going to feel uncomfortable. It's going to feel offensive. It's going to feel uncomfortable. But when you persist, when you just sit in that accountability, then you find a home in the truth. And the good news is that every single time you're going to find a home in the truth, at the end of that, there's a reward. And the reward is your freedom. Because the truth sets you free. When you sit in it, you're going to receive the freedom that God has for you. And that's the beauty Another way we can respond to this is to be intentional with speaking truth to ourselves. Being intentional with speaking truth to ourselves. And the reason why we do this is because you and I are prone to believing lies. We're so prone to believing lies. And we need to be reminding ourselves of God's truth. That first of all, we belong to God. We belong to God. And therefore, we're going to hear what God says. So we're going to listen to God. We're going to hear from God. And we're going to repeat that. I often say, I think we we listen more to ourselves than we speak more to ourselves. We need to be speaking more to ourselves than we listen to ourselves. Speaking truth, embracing God's truth. And finally, keep coming to Jesus. Because he is the truth that you need. Just close your eyes for a moment. You could be here now. And you're like, oh man. I know, I know where truth has been confronting me. Some of you, it's a behavior. Some of you, maybe it's an action that truth has been saying you need to take, that Jesus has been saying you need to embrace, that Jesus has been saying you need to jump into that. For some of you, it just has been asking you to surrender something that you hold dearly. Are you willing to surrender? Are you willing to say, Jesus, have your way? Jesus, have your way. Maybe you just take a moment to just pray for yourself. Just take a little moment to just pray for yourself. God, help me to live by the truth. Help me to be freed by your truth. Just, Just pray for yourself. could be here this morning this will not mean anything to you if your life is very far from the truth who is Jesus who is the way the truth and the life if you don't have a relationship with Jesus all of this means nothing to you and the good news is that Jesus Christ gives you an offer that you can embrace him now as the truth that you need in your life. If you're not giving your life to Jesus, I want you to just pray. Just take a moment right now. Just say, Jesus, I accept you into my life. Jesus, I want to embrace you as the truth in my life. Jesus, forgive me of my sin. Jesus, have mercy. I have a relationship with you. May I be known by you. May I be known by you in the name of Jesus. While we have our eyes closed, if you have prayed that prayer, do you want to just raise your hand? If you have prayed that prayer, praise God. Just raise your hand. Thank God for those hands. Lord Jesus, we thank you for these brothers and sisters. God, we pray that Father God, you would be the truth that they embrace. That you be the truth that they continue to encounter on a daily basis. God, I pray that you be there, Lord. God, I pray that your praises would fully dwell with them. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Let's praise Jesus for that. He is good. Gonna ask us to sing one more time as we're going to be praising God if you give your life to Jesus let's meet at the end we have Bibles for you uh, that we want to give to you guys as a gift let's worship Jesus one more time